It's a, it's a, such a nice sounding word. Cloaca. Cloaca. It sounds like a tech company specializing in glasses that like tell you the weather and fetch Twitter headlines. Yeah. You're marketing genius. Yes. To me, it sounds like uh, what a millennial would name their baby. And this is Cloaca. And. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I hate this trend because I have a relatively unique name. So like throughout my whole life, I've been committed to the idea of naming my kids something unique. But now oh. everybody's fucking doing it. And I'm like, oh, I'll just be like everybody else then, I guess. Oh, what kind of unique thing are you thinking for your kid? I don't know. Something with a T. Uh, <laughs> you never say names your T's. That's, that's, the one, that's that part of the alphabet that we keep in that special cabinet that's locked yeah, up. Yeah, I want to get crazy with it. So this is going to be pretty challenging. Okay, let's get you ready for your wedding. Up and up. My job to give 100%. <laughs> It's important for us to pause for a moment. Okay. Life Pile. Welcome to Life Pile Podcast, the only podcast to win a MacArthur Genius Grant. I'm lifestylist and lifestyle expert Camden Johnson. I'm the assistant in charge of lint rolling Patricia Heaton's bust, Dylan Bragasa. Have you checked your fridge? It's Ryland. Oh, God. He's dead. He didn't realize the air wouldn't come through. He must have got lost in there playing hide and seek. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Does that happen? Do kids put themselves in fridges? Yeah, and they motherfucking die. I saw it in a very special episode when I was a kid. Oh, no. Does it vacuum shut? It vacuums shut and then blades come out of the walls. And it spin, but they spin very slowly. And then Princess Leia is there and she helps you kind of like work up to the top. And then you gotta, she's like, quick, these droids. And it's like some rescue mission. Am I right? My brother put me in a laundry machine once during a game of hide and seek when I was, I think I was hiding from my sister. And I had a very small bladder. And so when (gasps) I was found, it's just a little bit a little bit of pee pooling in the bottom of that laundry machine and i don't know what i did to solve that i peed my pants a lot as a kid you know what you do is you just stand up you unzip your pants you lower them down you come out of the washing machine the clothes stay in and you just run it yeah that's foolproof that's airtight (laughs) i'm glad i could solve this problem for you a couple decades late (laughs) dylan have you ever had have you ever had that sleepover where you are wearing your pull-ups to go to bed and the other kids see it and they're like what are those and i'm like nothing i mean and then you're like nothing (laughs) not me if that didn't happen to me maybe (laughs) it happened to you though (laughs) no it never happened to ryland certainly not nope cool (laughs) oh boy LifePile podcast is the lifestyle news source for people who really want the correct lifestyle news and opinions, and they're not going to let facts get in the way. Every day we bring you lifestyle tips and review some of the hottest lifestyles out there today. Who's got a great lifestyle tip to start us off? Uh, My lifestyle tip, it comes from the heart, okay? This, I know we do a comedy show, but this is a real one, okay? Sometimes you need to Take a step back and ask yourself, am I just being a contrarian? Okay, 
ask yourself if you're being a contrarian because Wait sometimes a second, <laughs> i think you're oversimplifying this a little bit no but sometimes it's just like you, you know you just have to disagree with stuff and like and i i do this all the time and i don't know why i love being the devil i don't think you do it all the time no, Dylan, I do I do do it all the time. You do not. Ryan, you've never done that. <laughs> I I do it. You don't know my life. You don't know me, guys. I think you're one of the most agreeable people that I've ever met. This is a great bit. This is going really... <laughs> it's really comedy gold. Mm-hmm. I'm really not sure if the bit you're going for is kind of like that who's on second thing we did, or are you going for the don't be a cunt, Trillian? <sighs> I was saying it like that, but I did not mean it like that. I just meant to say contrarian. Uh, I think cunt is actually a cool word. It is canon that the three of us cannot speak. I have an artistic expression of speech. No, you don't, Cam. (laughs) (laughs) That's my joke that I have that I do. (laughs) I did the other thing. (laughs) So, like, Ryland, let's put this lifestyle tip in action. Okay. I'm going to play a role of uh, a character you bump into in, in your life. And I want, rather than, you know, your normal mode of being contrarian, I just want you to be agreeable and yes and everything, okay? All right, gotcha. Okay. Hey, Ryland, it's Jason. I'm here to murder you. (laughs) Yes, and here is a knife. Good, I'm going to take this knife and I'm going to stab it in your bunch. (laughs) Ooh, I like this a lot. You, you know what? That's a winning attitude, Ryland. I think this is some really good advice. Dylan, do you want to take a crack? Yeah, I want to play. Hey, Ryland, it's Patricia Heaton. Help me put a C4 around the perimeter of this Jamba Juice. we got to level oh, it if I'm going to get my daughter back. Deborah! <laughs> wow. That's good. Can can we make this a call out episode? Can you call out a specific person that this lifestyle tip is based on so that they never do it again because you <laughs> defeated them with your wild fan base on your podcast that you have? Yeah. Hey, Ryland, you stop being a contrarian. <laughs> this is about yourself? <laughs> yes, this is about me. This is based on my own experiences. Oh, you're that dude at parties who's like, okay, you guys, like, for sure I love the Women's March, and I do think it's very, like, necessary right now in this particular climate. I'm just going to take, like, the devil's advocate position. Like, what if men are oppressed, you know? And, like, what if this is the beginning of, like, women oppressing men, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yes, it's that, but it's uh, based off Batman versus Superman instead. It's like, what if that's not a bad movie, guys? <gasps> I liked it. <laughs> Wait. And you know that's not true at all. You're just saying it to go against well, the popular I mean, opinion. it's not true because I slept through that movie. So how can I say it's not a bad movie when I just slept through it? But I liked sleeping through it, so... <laughs> You know, sometimes I I find a particular movie that's my sleep movie that I put on specifically to help me to go to sleep, which is why I've watched Away We Go to some degree or another about 200 times. Oh, so good. Such a good movie. I fall asleep to that a lot, too. It's comforting. This is what we're going to adopt together. Mm. I I, I 
lost my train of thought and got distracted, so I'm going to abandon Ryland's lifestyle tip now and go to mine. Uh, this has been coming to you from some intense research I've been doing. I've been reading a German scientific journal uh, by one of those German scientists who are working on the Super Soldier Project. <sighs> And uh, this particular article focuses on the effects of spider venom on the human physiology. And uh, this scientist, uh, German scientist Spiderman, believes that by injecting spider no, no, venom no, no, Cam, into the human no, bloodstream, uh, hold on, no. increase strength, reaction time, uh, the, the senses sharpen. Okay, now, this is some amazing science. So my lifestyle tip for everybody, straight from Spiderman, go out and handle some spiders. Cam, I'm gonna. I'm going to just do a quick audit, a quick request on your lifestyle tip. Okay. Let's, bring, let's get into it. I want to say I love it and I like it. And I think this is interesting. Really quick. I would like you to reach into your files that you've collected. You've got them scattered across the desk right now on this lifestyle tip. And could you just take that piece of paper there? No, the, uh, the one over and go ahead and read the name of the doctor again. Uh, Amazing Speederman. <laughs> okay, great. That last <laughs> word, I assume it's his last name or a uh, surname. Yeah, Dr. Speederman. <laughs> Could you go ahead and spell Speederman for yeah, me? Sure thing. It's uh, S P I D E R. And then there's a hyphen. Uh, you can see all those hyphen uh-huh, German names. Uh-huh. And then yeah, it's married. A N. <laughs> This is a great lifestyle tip. Thank you so much. Go get bit by spiders. Touch all the spiders you can. I've got a lifestyle tip for you guys. So, you know, when you're walking across the street, you're doing the crosswalk and there's this wall of people walking towards you and they all seem to think that that's where they belong in a big horizontal line. And it doesn't matter that you would have to walk into traffic in order to keep crossing the street. And it's kind of like a little game of red rover that you're required to play against your will got a tip for you guys you see that wall of people coming towards you so first thing you're gonna do is you gotta square your shoulders okay you're gonna lower your head a little bit so you're looking at them out from underneath your eyelids i want you to start walking faster okay we're picking up speed you i want you to look like a speeding freight train towards this red rover wall they're gonna start linking arms with each other and uh enchanting their little rhyme you need to stare past the people. That's crucial. You're not you're not even concerned with these people. You need to let them know that. You're looking a block ahead. You're thinking, oh, there's a TCBY over there. I might check that out. And then lastly, maybe uh, prepare yourself for the likelihood of running into those people. But eventually, you're going to get so good at this that uh, maybe the two of those people will just step to the side a little bit, and you'll be able to pass through with only some minor shoulder grazing. That is my lifestyle tip. And that's a great tip because it doesn't just help you. It also helps the tourists because, you know, those tourists are always taking up the whole sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And this way they learn a little lesson because somebody has just run into them full speed with their head kind of down and they broke their nose with the concussive force of their skull. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, if they're coming from overseas and they're thinking, oh, it's America, it's all hamburgers and rock and roll and football, they're going to leave America. Th- oh, my God, it is really a lot about football. They kind of just play football on the sidewalks when they're trying to get places. Mm. You mess with the bull, you get the football. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Something else that I like about this tip is that the shorter you are, the more effective it is uh, when you uh, think you're looking right past these people at the TCBY, but really you're at chest level with them. <laughs> you're just looking straight into their chest and you just run right into their chest and they're like, what the fuck was down there? Uh <laughs> That is really effective. People are afraid of short people walking confidently. Yeah, yeah. Gut, guttural problems. Gut shots. Don't want to get the wind knocked out of you. <laughs> well, what's what's crazy about my height is that I don't think that I'm short. But the other day, I was in a courthouse with my fellow classmates, and I was looking at them all, and I was like, are they all wearing heels to all these men? And <laughs> Because they were just all towering over me, and I did not understand it. Because usually I sit next to them. I'm not standing next to them. And they were all very tall. So that was a cool okay, experience. But this has led us to just an organic lifestyle tip. Because what is more intimidating than a lawyer in his fine lawyer suit and some six-inch high stilettos? Ryland, please. <laughs> it is legally blonde all over again, honey. <laughs> Click. Clack, clack, and a clack into the workroom. I yeah. object. <laughs> I want it for you. I, and you get, it doesn't have to be like pumps. You can get some like nice equestrian boots that are like brown leather thigh highs that are a nice neutral that'll go with, you know, your lawyer suit. Do you have a lawyer suit? Yeah, I do. I just got a lawyer suit at Kohl's. Uh, very good prices over at Kohl's. Okay. Check Kohl's. them out. Kohl's, good to know. Great okay. lifestyle. Kohl's and Easter. <laughs> Man, we are just tipping it out. All right, you guys, let's go over some uh, different uh, lifestyle segments. I want to get us started today with a quick one. We're going to do a live it or leave it on kleptoparasitism. Live it! Well, okay. (laughs) Jumping right in there. (laughs) Uh, From the Wikipedia article, kleptoparasitism. See, this is, we're not good at talking, so that's why we bring in extremely difficult words to say. (laughs) We're just getting those reps in, baby. Kleptoparasitism. Literally, parasitism by theft is a form of feeding in which one animal takes prey or other food from another that has caught, collected, or otherwise prepared the food, including stored food, as in the case of cuckoo bees, which lay their eggs on the pollen masses made by other bees. Food resources could also be in the form of hosts of parasitic or parasitoid wasps. The term is also used to describe the stealing of nest material or other inanimate objects from one animal by another. The kleptoparasite gains prayer objects not otherwise attainable or which otherwise require time and effort. However, the kleptoparasite might be injured by the victim in cases in which the latter defends its prey. Kleptopredation is the practice of choosing prey that has recently fed. Now, you ask me, you want to go out and work all the time? You want to go bust your hump collecting all the pollen or you just want to walk into the hive, scoop up some of that sweet honey and lay back on your haunches. It sounds like a good life. It does sound like a good life. And I'm just going to say what we're all thinking. 
We're talking about children right now. What are children but kleptoparasites? They're not tilling the fields. They're not gathering berries. They're not hunting uh, ferrets. Yeah, Senora is out here. That's that's the name of your kid, Senora. right? <laughs> Senora. <laughs> yeah, Senora. Yes, you're calling that's your her. kid lady. <laughs> that's like naming a kid guy. <laughs> My parents oh. named me Guy because they couldn't be bothered to think of a name. Lady's got to be a name, yeah. Lady Bird, Lady Bird Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <gasps> Lady Bird Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cam's drag name. Ah! Happy J! Emphasis on the BJ! Oh, oh no, this writes itself! <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, ladies me. and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Lady Bird Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ryland. Let's talk about your thing now. <laughs> <laughs> So this is this is something that steals materials uh, from other animals, like nests, nest materials. Mm-hmm. That's what you said, and also lays its eggs on pollen. Wow, what so the fuck are we talking about here? I really like <laughs> these segments. I like this little comprehension <laughs> test because we do the quiz immediately after I give out all the answers, and Rylan never seems to quite remember what the hell just happened. Uh, so. <laughs> God damn it, I'm explaining this. <laughs> They're examples of kleptoparasites. So the cuckoo bee, much like the cuckoo bird, lays its eggs in someone else's mm. nest to get their food. That's what a what's a, that's what a bee does? A bee lays Jesus its eggs in somebody else's nest. Christ. This is why you have to be in a different state when we record. Uh. I hate that I'm about to say this, but is this where the word cuck comes from? Oh, <gasps> I don't know. Is it? Cuck actually comes from... Uh, Cuckold? Cuckold. Which comes from? Coxcomb. Well, okay. So we'll forget about uh, no, 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 what no, I no, said. No, 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 no. Very the interesting, cl- though. <laughs> it's a surgery they used to do where they would remove the rooster's, like, uh, I want to say, like, his testes. Oh. And then sew them on to his... No! Uh <laughs> no, not yourself. Shut up. That's not true. They take out the rooster's testicles and sew it onto the back of his head. Is well, that what you're telling like me? It's, uh, That's not no way. Yeah, no, and uh, it led to <laughs> increased uh, testosterone. But Why? You couldn't have kids because for um, cockfights. <laughs> That's but how? How? What? So the balls are closer <laughs> to the head, so they're. <laughs> What does that have to do with that? It makes them very frustrated <laughs> because they're not fucking the hens anymore. And they got a lot of still testosterone coming in their system. I googled coxcomb and all I got is this brain flower. So it's a flower that looks like a brain. Uh, so I think Cam is onto something here. Okay, here we go. We're doing the real research, you guys, because I don't want y'all. Oh, my God. I am absolutely wrong. And Dylan is right. <gasps> from the old French cuckoo. Cuckoo. It is from the bird. Because Whoa. those birds are stealing things from other birds who have established good home lives. And that's where we get the term cuck, which refers to a person who likes when uh, another person outside of his relationship or her relationship sleeps with their partner. I, but I, I don't think originally I don't think there was pleasure in it. Like, I don't think the person liked it. You're right, yes. And I think another important thing to note, Ryland, is what does it say about 
I guess, Cam's psyche that he thought it came from the practice of removing the balls of a rooster and stapling <laughs> them to its forehead to increase testosterone. <laughs> what do you? What fever dream do you think that really. came from? Let me Google stapling cock balls to head. Nope. <laughs> Let me see what I get with that. Oh, I got skin stapler with Mr. S. Leather. Well, okay. I got my skin stapler and stapled. Oh, my God. Let's talk about anything that's not what we're talking about. Oh, I got closest. I got closest. Oh, no. Oh, there were pictures on that website. Don't click that link. How do you read Mr. Leather staples his balls to his thigh and then click on it? What did you think you were going to say? Yeah, if you can't handle the football, don't poke the bear. Oh, my God. I will find the origin of my rooster testicle surgery because it's going to drive me crazy. I'd love if you didn't. So, kleptoparatism, live it. Uh, it's gonna be a leave it for me. This uh, th- nothing good has happened in the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a really good idea, but we put it into play for just a couple seconds and went to a terrible, terrible place. So I- I- I'm gonna say cryptoparasitism. Leave it. Oh, that was your whole segment? Yeah, no, we kind of had to put it in quarantine because you started looking up ball torture videos <laughs> instead of talking about the subject. We could we could uh, go back to it and talk about it in a different way. Can we? Can we? <laughs> Can is it we? lost? Yeah. All right, guys. So my segment is something you've all been waiting for. Okay. We took a break <laughs> off last week, uh, but I know everybody. I got so many emails saying, "Wait a second! Wait a second! What happened to the?" What happened to the Znudiac? You only did six months. Where's the other six months? So don't worry, guys. We're back. You thought oh. it was done forever, but no, we're here. We're going to make this round. I think you may have misunderstood the emails. They weren't saying, oh, you only did six months. They're saying, oh, God, you made that go on for six months. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. They all were very into wanting more. That's definitely what they said cam see i'm not being contrary i'm agreeing with you all right and so for those of us uh who locked these memories deep inside their subconscious in order to deal with the trauma give me a quick rundown of how the mechanics of this nudiac works all right baby so what this nudiac is it's the zodiac but nudiac okay out with the zodiac and with this nudiac it's this it's life file this nudiac <laughs> so what we do here is we go through the fictional characters that had a birthday in each month and then we oh but also there's a real person in there so don't forget about that guy <laughs> just for fun and when you hear the real person you ding ding you zuzz, you zuzz in okay <laughs> but uh, then when we get through that, then we decide what is the new sign for this month, okay? And the reason we're doing we're doing this for history, okay? That way, it's just like I said last time, two weeks ago, when the little boy says, "Papa, how they make a zodiac," and we say, "Oh, just a listen to a life pile episodes nine and eleven. <laughs> oh shit, nine eleven. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> there we go. Okay, so." Just as a refresher, the last time we were doing this, we got through six of the months, and we came up with the January staplers. Renowned for being s- stubborn, right? Mm-hmm. Stubborn staplers. 
The February heartthrobs. Renowned for being hot. <laughs> difficult to make an image for. Exactly. I was born in February. The March hotties. Renowned for being hot. Mm-hmm. And stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> The, the April Hunkles, hot uncles, renowned for being paternal <laughs> and for uh, having a, a niece that is two different people, mm-hmm. and mm. for being hot, yeah, stubborn, and being hot. <laughs> they're cool too, hot and cool, hot and cool. So they're the yin yang of this Znudiac. Uh, well, then we have that doesn't make any sense <laughs> as a metaphor at all. <laughs> Cool, white and black. You got a spot of each and each of them. May rule book okay, out the right, windows. <laughs> Innovative. It's not in the zodiac. Okay, the yin yang is it in the zodiac? Uh, you'd be surprised. May rule book out the windows. They're renowned for being uh, innovators, stubborn, uh, the best, like no one ever was. <laughs> to to train them is my test. To wait, no, to catch to catch to catch and. Beat them is my test. To catch and beat them is my test. <laughs> to train them is my cause. Uh, and for being hot, because that was the year, that was the, May is the year that Cam and I were both born. Mm. Mm. Me looking Month. fine. Mm. Mm. And then the last one is the June Spookies. Yeah. And those are the boner ghosts. No. <laughs> they might be hot under that sheet. Who but knows? there's no way to know. <laughs> They're so mysterious and stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right. So out of the Zodiac, in with his Nudiac. It's Life Pile's Nudiac. <laughs> Now with the next month. <laughs> now let's get started with July. Okay, so in July we have Indiana Jones, Cartman, Will Smith, Buzz. I, I'm sorry, I, I don't get that point because I didn't zuzz in. Oh, uh, got you there, Dylan. This is actually a fun trick, okay? Will Smith was not born in July. However, his character, Will Smith on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, was born this sucks. in July. I hate this game. <laughs> this is stoops. But why did they do that? He's playing a character named Will Smith. Why did they change his birthday? They probably needed it for an episode. What episode is his birthday in? I bet it's the 4th of July episode. His birthday is the 3rd. Oh, yeah. So maybe he's just walking around all sad. He's like, nobody wants to celebrate my birthday. They just want to celebrate the 4th of July tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) Whomst else? Okay. uh, Then we have Coco the Gorilla. Okay, then we have Rambo and Steve Urkel. <laughs> we got a spread here, as we have had all the months. With Steve Urkel, he does have that machine that he goes into that turns him into a suave character. Yeah, what What's was that? his name? Swaggle? Yeah. Swaggle? Swaggle Rock? Swaggle Rock. <laughs> yeah, so Swaggle Rock, does he have the same birthday as Steve Urkel? Uh, uh, let me Google Swaggle Rock. <laughs> birthday. Swaggle Rock birthday. I think irregardlessly, does July have to be the July Swaggles? And Swaggles are renowned for knowing four words in sign language, Coco the Gorilla. Right? Is that Coco's deal? Yeah. She she, she does. Um, 
being just a fucking pain in the ass, you Cartman. Know, Will Smith was always waggling on that show. <gasps> yeah, Will Smith had a lot of swaggle. And as my grandma likes to point out, Will Smith can swaggle without cussing. So why do you need to? You know? mm, you know? That's mm. some dope parenting. There was Indiana Jones who never forgets his hat. Very memorable. 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 <laughs> That's when you have a memorable orifice. <laughs> and never forget an orifice. And July Swaggles terrified of snakes. Spiders. <laughs> what was he scared of? Taxes. Why'd it have to be taxes? <laughs> Anything but taxes. This temple's building up with W-2s. He jumps in the back of the plane. What are all these papers on the floor? Oh, those are just my tax returns. Why'd it have to be taxes? <laughs> that swaggles for you. Those July swaggles, they are so stubborn, I tell you what. <laughs> They're so stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> In the opening of Indiana Jones, there's that student who wants to, you know, get with Indiana Jones, and she uh, closes her eyelids, and she's written, Zwaggle me. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. <laughs> that was an iconic scene. Ooh, good stuff. So, <laughs> what's the symbol for the Zwaggles? Oh, oh, no. Is it the Stunner Shades uh, of Kanye West? I think it's a blank W2. <laughs> no, that's not swaggy. What about just uh, Indiana Jones hat and a whip? Hmm. Indiana Jones hat wearing stunner shades. Can it be a yin yang with those sunglasses on it? <laughs> Zoldiac didn't have no yin yang, but this nudiac Welcome does. Welcome to this nudiac. We got the cool yin yang. Finally updated with all the features that were missing. <laughs> okay, yeah, so yin yang with, with stunner shades on them. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up, we got August. Okay, we got Neil Armstrong. Zuz. <laughs> we got Lucy from I Love Lucy. Also, she was named her real name in the show and had a fake birthday different from her real birthday, just like Will Smith. Oh, my I God. I mean, if you think about it, you're getting your own show. And this is the one opportunity you have in your whole life to have two birthdays. Yeah. Are you really going to stick yourself with one birthday? No, That's you're going to double your presents. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Neil Armstrong, Lucy from I Love Lucy, Mr. Snuffleupagus, uh, oh. Christopher Robin, Doug from Doug, and Tony Soprano. Okay, I got to go ahead and give a zuzz here on Snuffleupagus, okay? Because <laughs> Snuffleupagus was fake. He was an imaginary friend. And none of the adults at Sesame Street ever saw Snuffleupagus until the producers of Sesame Street realized that it was kind of a terrifying lesson that uh, you could tell adults something was real and they tell you it wasn't real and that you're just making things up and it's just your imagination. So they wanted kids to feel more comfortable coming forward to tell their parents about secret things. So in a very special episode of Sesame Street, it did turn out that Snuffleupagus is real. And the adults can see him. So you actually put two real characters. Oh, fuck. That's a mess up on your end. Oh, boy. Mm. 
I also just want to put out there that Snuffleupagus is really hot. I've said this in a previous episode, I think, about Big Bird, but anybody over <laughs> six feet tall is just an automatic. Can get it. Must be this tall to ride. To ride. Hey, how do y'all feel about Christopher Robin? I, for some reason, have always hated him. I'm not quite sure why. He done you wrong. He done me wrong. I feel like he never treated Winnie the Pooh the way that he deserved to be treated. He was always like off doing other things while his sentient stuffed animal bear had to be sentenced to a life in the woods that strikes me as wrong and bad so bad friend bad boy the the august bad boys oh bad boys does sound that term has been repurposed to mean actually good and cool boys so they yeah. can't be bad boys because Spe- that might get mistaken speaking of what's what's will smith's real birthday jeez because <gasps> if he's a bad boy if he's august then it's the august will smiths it's september oh in September. So close. Um, well, how about Tony Soprano? He's Italian, therefore loves pizza. And Christopher Robin is a pizza shit. So <laughs> the August pizza shits. Hmm? Pizza shits. <laughs> I don't know that when I'm illustrating our Zenudiac that I want to draw a pizza made of poop. No, no, no. It's a slice with a swirl on top. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Who else? <laughs> Doug. I don't know shit about Doug. Neil Armstrong, first man on the moon. Okay. Okay. I will tell you this about Doug Funny. I've never seen him in the same room as uh, Quail Man. So that's all suspect. Ooh, <sighs> wait. Quail Man, Christopher Robin, Moon, the Moonbirds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the last part of it was just Moon. Uh, okay, wait. I can't argue with that. Though. Yeah. Um, let's just make it um, the Augusts for augury. What's augury? It's uh, telling the future. Uh, and sometimes you can use birds for augury. You're really going to move away from moon birds. I really liked moon birds. Moon birds. Let's do it. Moon and they birds. are capable of augury. Okay. They can tell the future. So they're known <laughs> for telling the future. They're known for being terrible friends. They're hot. They're stubborn. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get on their bad side. And what is the symbol? Is it just a bird wearing an astronaut helmet? Ooh, Wow, this is the coolest one, I think. This is really cool. (laughs) Is he wearing the astronaut helmet, or is he just stuck in the astronaut helmet, banging off the windows? No, no, they made this bird its own bird-sized astronaut helmet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Okay, cool. Next one. Clifford, the big red... Oh, sorry. September. (laughs) (laughs) The ninth month Clifford. (laughs) September. Who was born in this? Clifford, the big red dog. Jacques Clouseau from Pink Panther, the goofy uh, detective. Colonel Harlan Sanders. Colonel Sanders. Zuz. Yeah. You just say it and you just stare at us like, uh, uh. Raven from That's So Raven, another mm. character who is named a real what the hell? A psychic bird. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, and that Raven Baxter. Uh, both Frodo and Bilbo from Lord of the Rings, and last one, Alex Browning. Who's Alex Browning? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Is that someone you went to school with? No. Oh, God. <laughs> I fell for his trap. Have you guys seen uh, Final Destination? He's the main character in Final Destination. 
You didn't say a real person in this one. I Colonel did. Sanders. Colonel Harlan Sanders. Colonel Sanders is real? <laughs> I'm so sorry. He is. Remember last time when I said Sherlock Holmes was real? Uh, did he start this company he called did. Kentucky Chicken? Mm-hmm. He did. Okay. And actually, he... He sold it, but then later regretted that and felt like they ruined the company. And so he hates that they continue to use him for this company that he thought made shitty chicken. Is he still alive? No, he died. He died. Okay. Okay. So these are the fried chickens, the September fried chickens. I think that's disrespectful to Raven. Mm, The fried birds. She, we got uh, the moon birds and the fried birds right next no, to them. No, <laughs> she doesn't want to be cooked. We have two famous hobbits born in this month. Hobbits have hairy feet. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You looked at me like that's so suggestive. I don't understand. So, Alex Browning, the guy who is just a fucking guy who's going to die. But he can um, tell the future. He told the future. Really? That's two future tellers? Have you seen Final Destination? No, I haven't seen Final Destination. I haven't oh. seen Lord of the Rings. So this is All a right. fall <laughs> flat month for me. I do know, though, that if you could see into the future, you know that life might be a dream. <gasps> life is a seeing trouble from a distance. Yeah. Go Raven. I, but it's not that easy. Okay. Oh, it you're going to get us like, copyright? Okay. Yeah. Could oh. you stop? Sounds like they should be called the That's So Ravens. <laughs> Wait, but we do have, we have two psychics here. We, we do. have Alex Browning and Raven. Curlin ha- Harlan Sanders wishes he was a psychic. Uh, he saw the future of Chicken Buddy, so watch oh, it. Oh fuck! Uh, and Clifford is a big red dog, so the big psychics. <laughs> the bird dogs. <laughs> the psychic bird dogs. Kentucky Fried Psychics. <laughs> I used to, I used to, I used to like act like an idiot in middle school and like run into things and like slip and fall on purpose because I thought I was being like Raven from That So Raven because you were That So Raven. Raven's whole deal was like she couldn't move three feet without being like whoa 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 ah you burnt and like run into like a trash can and then like and I was like that's so cool in my middle school brain I was like that is cool. So. And that's that's like Jacques Clouseau from Pink Panther. He's also equally like clumsy and goofy in that way. And he's a marine biologist, so he's a very clumsy marine biologist, <laughs> and he always solves the case. That's kind of psychic. I, I think we're loving psychic. They're very they're bigger than other people. They love Jesus Christ. Uh, oh. uh, they love chicken. So that's that on the August. We're on September now. <laughs> yeah, you keep so for August. <laughs> we have August psychic, moon birds, August sweet. moon psychic. But earlier when we were discussing August, we all agreed unanimously that yes, September should be called the Will Smith. Do you guys remember <laughs> he that? Sees the future of style, <laughs> of style, of rap. Of you think he would have changed the game so much if he didn't ooh, know what was ooh, coming? Ooh, 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 ooh. The Will Psycheths. Psych Smiths. Psych Smiths? I want Psychic in there somewhere. Psych Smithics. Psych Smithics. Let's used to have it be the Will Smiths <laughs> and it'll be Will Smith holding a crystal ball. And people will psychic in it out themselves. Will okay. Psychics. Kentucky Will. Ray. That's so Will Psychic. Ray. <laughs> 
Clifford the Big Red Raven. <laughs> what? How about Will Psychic Smith? Will Psychic Smith? Will Just Psychic Will Smith. Smith. Psychic. Okay. Perfect. We got it. Good. Next. Next. <laughs> Okay, uh, October, uh, Jim from the Office, Snoopy, Butthead, Liz Lemon, <laughs> Pablo Picasso. Zuz. Oh, wait, do you need me to start God again? Damn it, no. No. <laughs> you just say the real ones and then you give us the dorkiest <laughs> face imaginable. Oh. Like, if this was who wants to be a millionaire, you would have been fired years ago. And then the last one is Alf. Okay. So they eat cats. They love eating cats. They can. Yes. They love looking at the camera in a. They can't draw straight. Who's that? Butthead? Picasso. (laughs) Wow. The butthead of art, some might say. (laughs) Oh, geez, guys. He was talented. They need TP for their bung hole. Uh. Who's that? That's Butthead. <laughs> butthead. <laughs> no, that's Beavis, actually. But Beavis is born in October, too. So, well. I was going to say, there's no way they're not twins, right? Were they twins canonically? <laughs> they were not twins. Geminis. I think they have different birthdays. The October Geminis? Except for Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> they want to have it all. Snoopy. Snoopy wants to have it all. Snoopy he wants, wants kids. He wants to be a pilot. He wants to be a pilot. He wants to be in the house, but he wants to sleep on the roof. Mm. Pick one, Snoops. Make up your mind, Snoops. Is that where Snoop Dogg <laughs> got his name from? Does Snoop Dogg really like mm. Snoopy? Who doesn't? Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Pablo Picasso like unfolded three-dimensional objects and put that unfolded version onto the canvas. That's a great excuse for not being able to draw a lady. (laughs) I I don't like a lot of these people. I wouldn't hang out with Butthead. Whenever I saw Beavis and Butthead uh, like illustrations or anything, I was immediately grossed out. I don't know what this American tradition is of trying to make the grossest looking animated cartoons ever, but that one I had a visceral, visceral negative response to. Jim from The Office, the more I see of that guy, he just grinds my gears and I think what a nightmare it would be to work with that guy. And then Picasso, it seems like he's, he, was a bad, he was a bad apple. Yeah, bad egg. If I remember he? right, he had a pistol full of blanks and when people asked him to explain his paintings he would just start shooting <gasps> blanks at him wow so that's really that's cool problematic i mean problematic so the october <laughs> gear grinds and it's just a couple gears with a bunch of sparks coming off okay and they're aliens why alf alf is an alien <laughs> I'm going to call them gear grinders. Is that okay? Sounds good. Okay. I'm, I can yeah. see the light at the end of this tunnel. There's two months left. We're almost there. November. November. Okay, November. Hello Kitty. Josh Baskin from Big. Okay, so the little boy who turns into a grown mm. man. Uh, James Bond. Mm. Benjamin Button. A baby that starts off as an old man and grows backwards. This sensitive what? theme here. Georgia O'Keefe. Zuz. <laughs> Yes, the vaginal paintist. Vaginal paintist. (laughs) And a double doozy, Tia and Tamara. Double doozy. Wait, so their real life birthdays were not that much? Why did I? I how did I not realize this? Oh, Tia and Tamara's real birthdays. I think that's genius, though, because 
now when people see them in public, it's not going to be like, oh, you're Tia and Tamara. And they're not like, oh, our names are actually Vanessa and Williams. <laughs> yeah, they were they were actually born in July. So in the same month as fictional Will Smith, but not real Will Smith. <laughs> we're weaving together a tapestry. Oh, Lord. Are they the vaginal time travelers? Ooh, because Benjamin Button and uh, Tom Hanks's Baby Big, they're they're just <laughs> eschewing <laughs> the boundaries of time space. Yeah, traveling through time and space via a birth canal. Yeah, that was provided by George O'Keefe. Thank you, Georgia. Thank you, Georgia. Wow. Thank you, Georgia. Wow. Uh, I love your vaginal paintings. For all the vaginal time travelers <laughs> out there, what can we tell them about them? Tia and Tamara. They're at the same time very bookish and also party girls. I think Tia mm. was Tia the 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 geek. I'm gonna look that up. You guys can. They discuss. have differences here. Uh, Hello Kitty, very cute. Hello Kitty is like kind of a Barbie figure, no? Like Hello Kitty is a astronaut and a surgeon and like a, yeah. a lawyer. Uh, also, they're a child at heart. Uh, no matter what they look like, they always have that youthful spirit. And they have a license to kill. Hello Kitty. <laughs> Hello Kitty. That's, that's James Bond. <gasps> oh, we forgot about James Bond. This is such a bummer because like, they could have been the, the November hotties. But... <sighs> Wait, wait, now hold on. Jim- wait. What if they what? are the November hotties? <laughs> no, no. I think James Bond fits into the vaginal time travelers because he is a misogynist and he hates vaginas. So, like, there is a relationship there. And somehow, every few years, he becomes young again and continues to <gasps> massage. That's yeah. true. Time yes. And space. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Good cam. Good cam. Tia, straight A student. She graduates high school at the top of her class. <laughs> Tamara, she's highly impulsive, less intellectual than her sister. A big fan of Coolio. There was some sister sister fan out there listening to the podcast just going, yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. So let's call them the November Tunnel Rats because they're tunneling through the birth canal of time. What? We're not calling them the vaginal, really t- like the vaginal time, time, time travelers. Vaginal time travelers. Yes, okay. What is that v- symbol look like? T- it's a clock sticking out of a vagina. Okay. Is it sticking out of a flower? I think is what it's actually. Thank or- you, Georgia. Oh. Thank you, Georgia. Mm. A clock coming out of an orchid. Love Tia it. and Tamara are jumping out of a time portal. <laughs> That's ironic. Tasteful, yeah. <laughs> Oil painting. Cool. December. Okay. Next, last one. And let me tell you, there are not a lot of good fictional birthdays in December, so I'm sorry. But Jack Shepard, the main character from Lost, uh, the dude from The Big Lebowski, Hagrid from Harry Potter, Vito Corleone, the Godfather, Emily Dickinson, Zuz. <laughs> Hell yeah, there you go, guys. And Voldemort. Voldemort. I gotta tell you, I think you're missing a big old important birthday of a fictional character. I don't know who you're talking about. Jesus, the man Christ. Wasn't his birthday supposed to be in, like, August? Yeah, it was in, like, the spring or in August, but for the TV show, it made more sense for the fictional character Jesus was playing to be born in December. What did they name that fictional character that Jesus played? 
Oh, it's self-named. It's Jesus. Oh, it's Jesus. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just like Tia and Tamara and uh, Will Smith. I love those crossover episodes too, where mm-hmm. Tia and Tamara show up at Jesus's house, and he's like, Deborah. So very wise in this month. Um, yeah. Mm. Hagrid, famous gay philosopher, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, was very thoughtful. Mm. Uh, no, was he the gay one? I'm thinking of Gandalf. No, no that's <laughs> Albus. <laughs> Albus Who's Dumbledore. All those wizards are gay. Don't worry about it. You're thinking of Dumbledore. <laughs> okay. But uh, Hagrid, very hairy. Voldemort has no hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know mm-hmm. what you're trying to say. What you're saying. <laughs> 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 so they, the people in December have a very regular amount of hair, a good middle ground of hair. The dude mm-hmm. is the lead figure of a church as well. The church of... Dudism. Dudism. That's a thing. Mm. Google it later. He has a beard. He has a beard, too. A lot of beards. Uh, a lot of beards. Okay, getting beards. beards. Emily Dickinson, you know, she was sporting a beard down there. Well, okay. Was Did you say someone from The Godfather? <laughs> Vita Corleone? Yeah, the godfather himself. He has a mustache. Okay, okay. And he has an offer you can't refuse. Ah. Jack Shepard, Jack Shepard in season four of Lost, maybe season three, grows a big beard. (sighs) God. And he's married to Kristen Stewart? No. Kristen Bell. No. God, that's <laughs> Dax. Dax Shepard. I'm talking about Jack. Jack Shepard. Okay. The fictional character, the main Wait, character of so Lost. so Kristen Bell's husband was in a plane accident? When did this happen? But Jack Shepard in that show is also a Jesus character. He's a Jesus figure. Huh? I've mm-hmm. never seen Lost, so I, I don't know much about him or Hagrid. But so the December beards? I think that was, a, yeah, an ace in the hole. Okay. And they're, they're known for... Having bad luck and luck. unlucky. They are pa- patient, hairy giants. They have an offer you can't refuse. Yeah, I think we hit all the. Which, maybe. when you think about it, was pretty stubborn. We'll let you refuse. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're kind of hot. Kind of hot. They want to kill children. Who? With their noseless face. <laughs> Wait, was Voldemort yes. in the list too? Yeah, uh, he, was? he was. I do want to point yeah. out Ryland said Voldemort, which might be, <laughs> be a different knockoff spinoff. Yeah, it could be a different one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the December beers. We got it. So we're done. We finished the Zenudiac. It's official. <laughs> so that, in conclusion, was the new the Zenudiac, baby. Out with the Zenodiac, in with the Zenudiac, baby. Uh, should I just one more time repeat all the signs for everybody uh, just so they know who they are? Let them know. Please do. And also, could you please say out with the Zoliac, in with the Zenudiac, it's Life Pile Zenudiac? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Out with the Zoliac, in with the Zenudiac, it's Life Pile Zenudiac. And here we go. You got the January Staplers, the February Heartthrobs, the March Hotties, the April Hunkles, <laughs> the May Rollback book out the windows, the June Spookies, the July Swaggles, the August Moonbirds, the Psychic Will Smiths. Oh, fuck. No, the September <laughs> the September Will Psychic Smiths, the October Gear Grinders, the November Vaginal Time Travelers, and the December Beards. I hope you guys like your new signs. Uh, also, if something cool about the Zenudiac, you if you really don't like your sign, unlike the old Zodiac, you can just 
change it. All you have to do is send us $50 and we will put you in an official registry mm-hmm. where we will change your Snooty Act to mm-hmm. whatever you want it to we'll be. We'll register a TV show uh, with the corporate copyright office in which you are the main character sharing your own same name as the actor and that character will have the birthday you want and now, bingo bango, you're in the sign you want. Yeah. $50 please. We're playing with the notion of like mega evolutions and perhaps pairing your sign with different water stones, thunder stones, if you wanted to do an iteration on that. So more to come. We're going to talk about those products in the future. Yeah, no, yeah. This is a hell that I will never escape from. <laughs> this new also, the, that $50 fee is that that's the early fee. So get in now mm. while the price is low. Yeah. Okay? Rylan, it could change and increase. Yeah, Rylan, what's that going to jump up to around Christmas time? You know, I'm not going to put a number on it just yet. I'm going to just just know that it will be much more. That sounds okay? good. Sounds just good. Just time for the holidays. Oh, Dylan, <laughs> I'm very excited for the segment you have because it takes me out of the segment. I'm oh, <laughs> what do you got for me, buddy? All right, here we go. I don't know about you, but I was a really cool prankster boy in school. I had what? a lot of no friends. Way. I had the coolest girlfriend. Okay. I ate a lot of weed behind the gym and <laughs> I wanted to focus on some of that cool stuff we would do back in the day. You guys know, uh, you guys know this, the USB trick, right? I feel like Rylan's going to know a lot of these. You get a paper clip or no. a bobby pin or a foil gum wrapper and you shove it in the USB port on a on a desktop computer and sparks would come out. You can also short out an entire system this way. So that's a really cool um, cool boy trick. So from, less of a prank and more of a vandalism. So that's a good prank. And then actually the kids at my school were really industrious. We got this prank where you could instant message each other. You know those little boxes that pop up that are like, Windows encountered an error and needs to shut down. Okay, cancel. Well, yeah. we found a way to access the command prompt on our computers. And if you have the IP of another computer in the network, you can make a window appear on someone else's screen. That's got that an is okay so button. awesome. It was dopey dope, 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 dope. That is, you guys were little hackers. We were little hackers, but geez Louise, not like the kids are today. Have you guys heard of effective power? God, no. (laughs) No? What are we talking about? Exactly. Here's, you want to be terrified what the teens are up to today. For a while, there's this specific text message that the teens were copy pasting to each other that read, here's the text, effective in all lowercase letters, period, uppercase P, power, then some like Sindhi character, Sindhi characters, which is a language originating from Pakistan. And then uh, a bunch of like nonsense wingdings type characters. And then like a pie symbol. If you copy pasted this and sent it from one iPhone to another, the recipient of that message, their phone would crash, reboot and restart because uh, the way that the operating system interprets the Unicode overloaded the OS and triggered a shutdown. And kid, this is how kids like pranked each other. They, like found a hole in the operating system of apple products wow that's awesome right so those are what kids are doing these days were y'all ever bad boys but we know ryland is a good boy ryland's a good i was a good boy however i'm kind of like an oreo in this regard Uh-oh. okay that's not a good so i got that good boy cookie on the outside but i got some bad boy cream oh give me the cream me. ryland <laughs> cream out here, i want to know the cream <laughs> <laughs> the bad boy cream inside my 
my good boy cookie. <laughs> you know, yeah, I feel like in middle school, Ryland was the type to just take a bunch of cookies uh, and screw them apart and then get all that bad boy cream and just shove it together into a big, bad, creamy bad boy sandwich. And I wrote, I made this segment so that it would be an outlet for you to kind of like release that cream that you've had pent up for a while. Well, you reminded me of uh, something that I would do in the computer lab yeah. in my school. So you know how you can like pop off the keys on a keyboard? For sure. So I would do that and rearrange the letters. So I rearranged the letters in the longest phrase that I could think of that didn't repeat letters. And it was, I touch myself. Oh, good. Which is a long phrase to have all the way across the keyboard. So I'm proud of myself for figuring that one out. That's a good one. And then you're also letting your peers know how to feel about you. I was reading about this <laughs> keyboard trick where folks would over like a long weekend or something right before you like leave for Labor Day weekend, you'd get a bunch of uh, little grass seeds and sprinkle them into a keyboard and then pour water on it. And when you came back from the long break, uh, your computer teacher would find that there were plants growing out of the keyboard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not fun. That's just not cool. Just right. I touch myself on there. Okay. <laughs> Come on. This was a pretty good prank. I would leave uh, gym class with my friends to go to this island that was behind our school. And uh, we slowly over time <laughs> took a bunch of driftwood and built a uh, bridge from like the shore that our school was on across this river into this island. And then when we got there, uh, we saw the world's biggest raccoon jump jump from one tree to another and we named it raccoon island and we spent a lot of time there that's a good prank. that is really cute that's a cute prank one of the cutest pranks i've ever heard of so i'm a bad bad boy yeah bad to the bone uh when i was like two or three my brothers were at a soccer match and i'm not one for sports so i went to the playground to go play hey mom dad catch you later so uh soccer game amount of time elapses and my parents come over to the playground to pick me up. Hey, Camden, it's time to go to home. And the two, like, 10-year-old girls who were playing with little two, three-year-old Camden go, what'd you call him? Well, his name's Camden. He said his name is Mikey. <gasps> <laughs> and my parents both looked at me as I just deadpanned at them. Uh, and I don't think I got to get all the way to the long con that I was planning. But that's just evidence to you that uh, even deep back in my childhood mind, I was doing my uh, super spy tricks. Yeah. Pranks. Pranking them. Pranking them. You didn't get to the part where they were like, and what's your last name? And you were like, Jordan. <laughs> Mikey B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite pranks that I've done, it's sort of like a magic trick. Uh, and you need to pre-establish it with a partner okay so you talk to somebody and say hey we're gonna do this trick on somebody and just go with me with it okay it's called the invisible dog trick okay so you uh and your partner both simultaneously start to see a dog that's right in front of you guys in front of a third person who doesn't know what what's going on and you go like you go oh my god you're so cute and you start petting this dog and then she does it does it too your partner does and then so you're both there's two people that see a dog that this person does not see <laughs> it's such a good break except for the person that i did it on 
um, they thought that we were looking at a caterpillar that whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so they just because they're like, "Oh, he's so cute and so fluffy. Oh, look at it!" And she the whole time was looking for a caterpillar on the ground. And Prank. So, Master of pranks. (laughs) Master of pranks. I had a a similarly bad, bodacious prank I would play in high school. I I actually got pulled out of public school to go to a charter school for high school. And when I got there, I didn't know anyone and I didn't have any friends. And I would uh, eat lunch in the bathroom. So that's like a funny <laughs> a little prank. That's like a funny one. Everyone was like, where'd that new kid go that we hate? And I was Come like <laughs> Flip the script on him. Very Katie Heron from Mean Girls. Yeah. And then I did become the coolest girl in school. I had a prank like that too, where I got really angry at everybody at my school and I went into the bathroom with a Sharpie and I wrote on the mirror, I hate you all uh, in big letters. And then I left the bathroom. So funny. <laughs> really yeah, funny. big old prank. It does make me realize that I have misunderstood what the word prank means. <laughs> but yeah. we're pranking up a storm out we're here. Pranking up a storm. I got I got one more prank I remembered. Uh, so there was this girl in my class, and I took her phone um, while she wasn't looking, and I changed my contact info to mom, and and then. <laughs> And then I went outside the classroom and I looked through the window at her as I texted her. I I said, hey, blank or your name, whatever. I'm not going to say it. But hey, I had I had a dream about you last night and I, I need to talk to you about it. <laughs> and so I was watching her these read these things saying her mom had a wet dream about her. What? <laughs> it was the funniest thing. And then she looked up and saw me in the window doing my little giggle. And she was like, Ryland! It was really this funny. This is the kind of demonic stuff I knew would come out of doing this segment. It's all about Ugh. So we should we do a live it or leave it on living the prank life? Yeah, I mean, I, I was all down for some good pranks like eating in the bathroom or hitting the jukebox <laughs> and then Ryland... Well, like you is want to do, just swooped right in and made me hate everything we talked about. So it's going to be a leave it from me. Yeah, I know I too got really into the prank life, but as Ryland has made example of here, you can take it too far. And I remember one time when I pranked over a shark and that was a prank too far. And it always, it was just all downhill from there. So I'm going to leave the prank life. Leave it to the teens. Well, you know... I might be a good boy with some bad boy cream inside of me, but, <laughs> but, but a lot of my good boy cookie has taken hold and pushed that cream out of my body. So um, I, I'm down for pranks if they're fun. Uh, and sometimes uh, even though you might not have the, the bad boy cream in you, you can you could you could do for a little taste of it. So I'm going to live it. I do want to uh, stipulate that Cam and I have left the bad boy prank lifestyle, but 
maybe a few years down the line, we'll have to come back for one more bad boy prank job because someone stole our child and we have no choice but to use excessive force. Now I just got a prank. We have a particular set of pranks, Cam and I, and we will use them. (laughs) This is Life Pile Podcast, the only podcast that awakens something deep inside you. We want to thank bad boys for their cream. We want to thank teens for their internet pranks. We want to thank Scott Davis for the music for the podcast. Uh, We want to thank you if you're living that real cool lifestyle in which you give us a five-star rating on itunesapple.com.edu.ninja.vodka.org.gov. We also want to thank you if you're one of those cool guys who are telling people about the podcast. We sure appreciate it, and we know they appreciate learning about the right lifestyle for them. Uh, If you want to catch me this week, I will be randomly texting uh, different words to all of my friends to see if it unlocks any (laughs) OS operating system features that I can take advantage of. Dylan, where can we catch you? Yeah, Cam, I'm going to be in uh, recovery this week. You can catch me in the ICU at Chicago City Hospital. Uh, I woke up um, after my successful surgery, so now my balls are on my forehead. Can't wait for what life has in store. (laughs) And you'll catch me in the the nearest uh, high school bathroom, uh, where I will be writing on the mirror how much I hate everybody, but then also gossiping about, oh, you know, she is such a vaginal time traveler. We're such a good match. Uh, so catch me there for some hot goss and uh, pranks. Life pile. Light your life on fire. Fire.